0: recording starting now all right here we go Uh, profitability profitability MD it's Matt Hudgens here with Dave Mulvaney there hey and Dave how are you today Dave I'm good how are you today I am doing great
1: well what do you want to talk about today well man I think uh, I'd like to uh, start out with um, something I did on my blog post at davidmulvaney.com today was um, how often when people feel stuck they they get stuck. They're not sure what the next move is. They're not, you know, and they're not really taking steps toward their goals. Um, I think it, it's, it's based in limitations and, and and I say that self-imposed limitations or actually it even is worse. And I'll, I'll bring up Albert Einstein. He said it this way. Once we accept our limitations then we can go beyond them. And I think often, um, we hide. There are true limits that exist in life. I mean, there, there really are. But until we acknowledge that those limits exist, we, it's impossible to get past them because we don't create a plan. We don't create um, a methodology. We don't really—we do anything about it. So by not acknowledging that they exist, we actually um, put ourselves in denial is probably the best word
0: for in that. Denial. So we, I
1: like that. I like yeah. This. So, in, and we'll we'll bring it into finances in, in just a few minutes. What's what? I mean, what's your spin on that? Yeah, it's actually great. When
0: when I when you say that, I think of something like we call it like a limiting belief. So you got a limiting belief, uh, something that you believe to be true, but it's probably not true. Hey, I'm always it never works out for me. This is never going to work. Uh, I can never whatever lose weight. I can never exercise regularly. I can never make a million dollars. Uh, I call that more like a limiting belief. And so I like your what you're saying. you got to acknowledge the problem. I mean, think of Alcoholics Anonymous. First thing you got to do is say you have a problem, and if you have a problem, that's the first thing in any type of treatment. Um, what was interesting was, uh, I've heard this term before, talk about limitations and limiting beliefs and stuff like that. And it's funny, I actually read something just this past weekend about uh, this type of stuff. The mindset. This all goes back to the mindset. Um, yeah. What you think actually is achievable, you're right either way, right? Uh, But two things like uh, I'm not successful or I'm not successful as I want to be. And they say, well, you could just add yet. I'm not successful as I want to be yet. I don't have as many clients as I want yet. The other spin on that that I heard just reading about this weekend, which was um, we're always at a state of uh, we're always trying to improve ourselves. Right. Especially you and me. That's kind of our thing. And so I'm always on the way on being something. So I'm on my way to being more successful. I'm on my way to getting more clients. I'm on my way for my business, you know, hitting that high watermark. So I like those those, those limiting beliefs. Instead, you could say, "Yet yeah, I'm not there yet," meaning I'm trying to get there. Or you could say, "I'm on my way to becoming successful. I'm on my way to becoming a profitable business." So that's what I think of I when mean, you mention that. But go ahead, tell me about. Well, you,
1: you know, do. it's funny. I think, um, see, because we're entrepreneurs, we recognize. That they're the limiting belief. Before it's a limiting belief. I mean, well, we probably even have our own limiting beliefs. Everyone has them, of course. Um, and and actually looking at them makes them makes you already in motion to do something about it. But I think there's a lot of people um, who who look at their they don't look at their limitations. For instance, let's let's use finances. Um, there's only two reasons that uh, someone. Is, would struggle financially a they don't make enough income b they have too much debt okay they, I mean, those are those are the two basics of of all finances okay so um, if you don't have debt you only got to fix one you need more income if you have debt well you've got you've got to increase your income make a plan to eliminate the debt then when the debt's gone then you need to take a portion of that income and start isolating it so you can buy cash flowing assets so eventually um, you have more income. But so that's simple. But then the real question becomes why are there so many people in, in this country of ours, unbelievable country where the opportunity is everywhere? Why are there so many people that that really don't ever achieve their dreams? And and that was the that was the, the crux of what I was really looking at this morning. I was saying, you know, why is that? And I realized is that. They never face the reality that, A, if they want to get out of the cycle that they're in, they've got to increase their income or, or B, eliminate their debt. And and if they don't face that, that is a limit in their life, then, then they never have to acknowledge that they're failing at something. And because it, so they don't want to face it. And I think, you know, Failing is, you, no person is a failure unless they give up. And I think a lot of people like, will label themselves as a failure um, if, if, if everybody knew they were just successful on the surface. They really are in debt and they don't have enough income and, and they're living beyond their means and all those things. But admitting it makes you look at it and say, all right, now what am I going to do, do with it? I'm going to have to make a plan. I mean, it always starts with a plan. Right. I liken it to uh, if you step on a nail. Okay, um, what what's the normal reaction is because your foot is in pain, you're going to um, you know address the wound, clean it, uh, probably go see a doctor, make sure you're current on all your shots. That's what normal people do because, <laughs> okay. because you have pain, right? Right. Well, but let's say you try to ignore it like now, now let's put the finances to the side but if you try to ignore the fact that you just stepped on that nail now there's a few things that could happen a it could heal it could heal just fine no problems i mean that that is a possibility not a likely possibility but it is a possibility um b um it could become very infected and um that infection if can you know, again, the natural inclination when you have an infection would be to go to the doctor. But let's say you still ignored it, then the infection could spread to the leg, with with very real possibilities of not only losing the leg, but um, potentially losing your life as that infection spreads through the body. So that's the death side. Okay, so you can ignore um, you can ignore pain until it uh, until it causes death, if you will. Right. Well, if you I think that's why people don't acknowledge their limits because it there's pain in, in limitations. And <laughs> the pain, it, they're avoiding the pain, that's what you're saying. Yeah, they're they're ignoring the pain, and that's why I use the step on a nail thing. They're ignoring the pain, and the pain's getting worse. They're only they owe more money, but their income's still not going up at the rate that they're borrowing more. Uh, and so, and this happens to business owners and non-business owners so it it, this is a it's the it's the same thing they're they're trying to ignore the pain because if they address the pain they have to go to the doctor and when you address the pain you got to go to the doctor if you don't if you don't address the pain in your finances uh, you're going to go uh, past the doctor to death right once the death is the bankruptcy right so (laughs) um, so it's easy when you look at the analogy but from a, um, I guess you could say denying pain causes inaction. It's probably, uh, um, you know, because pain causes action and denying the pain causes inaction. And so that was that was kind of the crux of uh, of my blog post this morning. Um, don't know how good it is, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I that. I think it's a good message. <laughs> I think it's a really good message. Uh, so I had a meeting this
0: morning talking to um, another friend of mine. And talk about the limiting beliefs. So, so, you know, one of his limiting beliefs literally was, uh, we were talking about some other strategies and some ideas and he's like, yes, but I'm, I'm business to business. Uh, I don't think that'll work in my industry. You know, that's you're talking some stuff that's business to consumer. I don't think that'll work in my industry. So his limiting belief right there, which, which is, it won't work in my industry. Uh, when a matter of fact, I think that's where the best ideas come from is you take something from a different industry and you apply it to your own industry. So as limiting beliefs is he doesn't think it'll work. The truth is because of that, he wouldn't try it. Right. But if you just say, well, okay, I know you don't think it works, but if, but if it, if it did have to work, what would you do? If you, you know, that's what I'm saying. Kind of the yet, the yet, I know you don't think it'll work, but if it did have to work, how would you do it? Well,
1: if then it, the next question would be how well is what you're doing now? Working right, right, <laughs> right. Um, because now we're, we're then we're acknowledging the pain. Because um, the two causes of financial failure. Because this person undoubtedly was this client of yours was probably facing the reality. I don't have all my dreams. Um, I don't have all everything. All the goals I've ever set. So, why is that? A. You need more income. B. You need less debt. If you have no debt <laughs> you need more income. It, it, right. It's a simple math equation, but acknowledging that, hey, this ain't working. Right, um, right. That requires them first to, to acknowledge that, that that's not working. That's that's knowing that there's a limitation there. Like you were just saying, um, the, the limit limiting belief is there. Now we gotta acknowledge it. And now we can look at, well, what other things can we can we do to increase this income? In in his case, to get his dreams to go, come true. And I mean, that's what ultimately I think a lot of coaches they they make business too complex. I mean, there's complexities. You need leads. You need you know. But ultimately, it boils down to um, you need profitable sales, and you need uh, more income than your debt so you can eliminate your debt and um, and eventually build wealth. I mean, this it's not complex. So, um, but the limiting beliefs are often. You know, it's funny. Um, Ray Edwards, um, who's one of my coaches, great one of the best copywriters in the country. Ray was ta- on an old podcast I was listening to. He was talking about how uh, sometimes our limiting beliefs are there, and we didn't even put them there. We didn't create those limiting beliefs. Um, those those are beliefs. Um, for instance, people who are are racist, um, you know, they they in many cases they grew up in a long line of people that way and they don't even know why they believe the way they do, but they're not, they won't admit that they have a a limitation. If they admit it, they can start to look at what their problem is. I mean, that's probably the the extreme um, to use as an, as a limiting belief, but that's a limiting belief to not think that all humans have the same opportunity um, to, to think that, I mean, all you have to do is look at, um, what was the scientist's name who had uh, Lou, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, ALS, uh, what, uh, Hawking, Stephen Hawking. I mean, this guy became, I mean, one of the best physicists of our, of our age. He could have just rolled over and played dead. I mean, when I look at people like that, I'm like, how, what right do I have to make excuses if someone <laughs> like that goes on to do those type of things? Um, you know, and and I think as an entrepreneur, I, I assume that all people would do that. I mean, I, I talked to you, that's, I assume that, you know, you have no limiting beliefs.
0: Well, now that would be be funny. Well, I'm sure we all have limiting beliefs, just like we all procrastinate. So I, I will say that, but I guess that would be, so the point would be if there's something that's not working in your life, you probably have some sort of limiting belief. So if your business isn't where you want it to be, there probably is some sort of a limiting belief. So you're saying step one would be, okay, find an area of your life or something isn't working. Step two would be acknowledge that something's wrong, that, that it's not working. Okay, then, okay,
1: what's step three? Well, once you acknowledge it, step three is going to have to be, all right, we've got to look at, now, um, when I say that uh, we got to look at this obstacle, an obstacle can be plural, okay, in, in the case of uh, different types of things. Uh, but um, you've got to look at the obstacle and say, okay, now I need to create a plan and uh, that plan is I got to get around this obstacle. So um, does that mean you have all the great ideas to get around the obstacle? Well, no, that's where I believe it's good to seek help. It's good to say, okay, um, I need more leads. Like your your client, you're saying, I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a B2B person um, or, you know, and, um, I need help in this area and to seek out someone who can help them get leads in that area is the right thing to do. But then to seek somebody out and then say, well, wait a minute, I don't think that's going to work for me. Well, um,
0: <laughs> well, you're saying two things there, right? So the first thing you said, so you said uh, something not ideal in your life. Then we get a limiting belief. That's probably you have a limiting belief. Let's figure out the limited belief. Let's acknowledge it. Then let's figure out what obstacles are causing that problem, and then we put the plan together, right? Correct. And then we talk. I was thinking about our strategic coach, you know, Dan Sullivan, that's one of our, and so that's what he always talks about, is is any obstacle is actually the raw material for the solution itself, right? So whatever problem that is that you're having, other people are having that same problem, And, and use that as, instead of trying to avoid it, like you were saying, you head it right on, and you acknowledge it, and you try to Figure out a solution a workaround because if you have that obstacle others have that obstacle but you need that obstacle in order to create the opportunity it's the raw material that creates the opportunity
1: um, so and then the final step is action I mean that's the that's the, the big one is okay are you okay now you've got a plan you can plan all you want and you know that's why there's there's different types of personalities uh, have you ever read uh, Gino Whitman's book uh, I think it's called rocket fuel no uh well, he talks about there's two types of uh, uh, people in a business. There's what he calls integrators, which are those are the detail people. And then there's visionaries. And all of the great companies, he he, he goes down list. Apple. I mean, he goes down, you know, Apple had Jobs was the visionary. Wozniak was the integrator. He was the guy behind the scenes who would make everything work. And, um, but all the great companies, you can find that. Well, um, it's some limitations, like I find when I get bogged down, it's because I'm not an integrator type. I'm a visionary type. Right. Um, but um, knowing that that limitation exists, um, like you were just saying, is, okay, now I got to, okay, here's my plan uh, to implement this. Um, and the plan might be for me like three lines. Of, but you hand that to somebody, a detail person, they're going to make a 10-page you know, document. And so um, I think surrounding yourself with good people that can help you create good plans is, is, is a key. I think. Well, um, it's funny you say that. So, so going right into the
0: plan part, this was with so Dean Jackson's another one of the guys that I listen to a lot. And uh, we already mentioned Dan Sullivan. They got this podcast called uh, the joy of procrastination and they talk about that exact thing. So let's say we're at our point where I've acknowledged my limited belief and I see the obstacles and now I got to put a plan together, but now I'm procrastinating and I'm, you know, ah, uh, I don't know where to do. I don't know what to start. I don't know how to do it. And uh, that was what exactly, they were talking about, which is exactly what you're talking about, the visionary. We do our 80% concept. Hey, let me just write down, I call it the back of the envelope strategy. Let me just write down on the back of the envelope what this would look like if the problem was solved, what it looks like as a finished result. And, and that's the 80%. Then you give it to somebody that you were talking about, an implementer uh, that can help make it happen, make it real. I'll make it up. And, and they can make it real and make it happen but our job would just be instead of getting bogged down i don't know the how i don't know how i'm gonna do that so this guy we were talking about uh, today we we're actually talking about putting together um an information guide or a white paper and then we'll put together an email sequence and then we'll market it directly to the, the, the b2b customers that he wants to market it to well i don't know how to write the article i don't know how to write the emails i don't know how to get in front of the people i don't know what message to sent and so it's hilarious. And then I just said, all right, well here, here's the 80% concept in action. Tell me, so I could just ask you, the different concept, but it'd be just like this. All right, tell me the five biggest mistakes business owners make. And you would go and you would give me your five reasons. And I'd say, well, we can have somebody type that up for us. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. We've got a solution.
1: You know, there's a service called Temi, T E M I. And, okay. uh, and I'm, and no, we're not getting an affiliate fee for mentioning them. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, They do transcription service for like five cents a minute, so you can take an hour video, and you know what is was that three bucks? Right, Uh, right, really? I didn't know that. And they they'll they'll take that video or the audio and they turn it into text. Um, It's not perfect, and you still have to you know read it because it doesn't you know audio's not perfect and but it does a great job. And I think it's a great recommendation. Like you just said, you know, if you're, if somebody has a problem with writing, um, there are other methods to write, but the flip side of it is, you know, more than ever, um, if you look around, mainstream media is, is struggling. Um, what are the number one shows on television or Netflix? well, for the most part they're reality. Okay. People I believe reality is more appealing than, than fiction in, in a lot in a lot of ways. So <laughs> uh, and that's why they like reality. Well that's why um, people out looking can watch you know a podcast like this and say, oh I just found out that's what I've got I've got a limiting belief. I need to overcome that limiting belief. That's why I believe every business owner today, I don't care what line of work you're in, you need to be in the media business. That means text, meaning printed media, audio, video. Um, sure, you have to cross all these platforms of social media and, and all those things, but you're, you're, we're technically a media channel. It You're a media channel for your company. Whatever your company is, you're the media channel. And if you don't consider yourself that you're the anchor on the, on the five o'clock news on your media channel, you're, you're missing the boat because you are, you're the best spokesperson you could have for your business, you're the best spokesperson you can have for your products, your services, as long as you can determine, most importantly, how your product or service solves your customer's problem Or enhances their life in some way shape or form makes their life better easier you know more simple Um, those are the real things you solve their problems or you make their life better and that's why people will buy from you and don't worry so much about your features and you know all the product features nobody buys those Um, when you when you like you said you just bought a new Lexus right 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 I bet they told you about things on the car that you had. I have a, I have a a multiple Lexus. Well, I gave one to my daughter. I bought a brand new one at 05. That's not my daughter's Uh, 07. Sorry. And my wife has a 2011 um, that we still have. There are, there are things on that 2011 LS460 that I don't even know is there. I I don't even know how to operate half the things in my car. That's what I'm saying. There are so many things. It's not the benefits and the features are exactly right. It solves a problem. Yeah. So, why do I have a smartphone? Well, I mean, there are so many features on this thing that I have no idea even exist. Right. Sometimes it amazes me. Um, you <laughs> somebody, I, well, I, I just learned last week, you ever type a text and you got to go back and get to the, uh, um, like, change something because it didn't come out yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you end up backspacing or whatever. I don't know what type of phone you have. I have an iPhone. Well, I didn't I didn't know how to... I just backspace and delete all that stuff that I just well if you hold down a space bar it lets you move it like a mouse. I, I did mean, I read that myself last week. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm glad I found that out. I, I didn't own, know that last week For, for like <laughs> you know, seven or eight years I probably had an iPhone and I just had <laughs> it out. for ten years. I came out in 07. Come on, man. I've
0: been around for hours.
1: I, I probably have had it. I'm I'm a I'm a technology geek. Um, And when I say I'm a technology geek, I'm in 1998 when Windows 98 came out, I was in line at midnight the night it was coming out and I spent the rest of the night installing it on my on my computer. So yeah, I I can say that um, I had, yeah, I I like stuff like that. That's cool. All
0: right, hold on. Let's go back. All right. So let's let's we got about four more minutes here. Let me kind of wrap it up. And so Talk about a limiting give me an example of a limiting belief. Tell me a quick story of a limiting belief and how you help solve it.
1: well um, I think um, a major limiting belief um, in business there's there are limiting beliefs um, i'm I'm too small you know to take on that type of client okay you know um, you know i actually this is this was a conversation I had with one of my clients is that yeah yeah yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't take on a client because the client was so big and would give him so much business that he was concerned whether or not he could extend them terms because they would buy so much that he could, there's no way he could possibly fund their account. Yeah, he needs more work. And he said, well, you know, um, get the business and figure it out. (laughs) Right, right. Those are, you know, what a problem to have. You got too much business. And you just right. got to figure out how you can fund it for a few months. So let's go through that exact same thing. So that was say they had a limiting belief. He had an opportunity for
0: a huge client. His limiting belief was, gosh, I don't know how I can fund it or, or cause you got to buy the inventory before you can sell it to the guy. And so you're saying, well, there's your obstacle. So now we need to come through a plan to say, well, how can we get that cash cash flow? Can we borrow money? Cause there are many ways to get money, right? There's, there's obviously you've got all kinds of financing options as well as, Well, personal and business financing options. Correct. Then you put a plan together and say, "All right, we're going to go explore these." I would even tell you that you could do the 80% concept. Say, "All right, okay, I could borrow money from the company, and we could do accounts receivables. I could do a home equity line on my own house. We could have many options, and then we could have somebody else help explore those options for us." There's our plan, and then we would circle back and decide which one to go with. And then your final thing says, "We take action. We're going to."
1: So my advice to him was, um, if you know you can get the customer, go to the customer um, and say, um, we're, we're new in this relationship and I want to show you how, how just excellent my service is and how well we're going to service your account. Um, during that period of time, until I've earned your trust 100%, um, I'm going to bill you when I perform the service and I'd like to be paid inside of 10 days. And just during that period of time. Once we've built enormous trust between each other, then I'll extend you terms. And what that might be what might that might do is for ninety days, you're getting paid inside of ten days. Offer them, you know, fair pricing during that period of time to, to you know to get paid quicker. But why go borrow money when the customer's there and they got money? They're not they wouldn't hire you if they don't have the money. So I like that solution. There's a good just, Yeah, get the money from the customer. So That was my recommendation. So that was the, that was, and that's what he's working on. I like that. I was going to say, it's time to get the the, uh, client to self fund you for a period of time. Correct. So, and so, so so what's a limiting belief that you had or or that uh, you are helping somebody with?
0: No, we go back to this conversation I had this morning, talk about limiting belief. This won't work for me. This won't work for my company. These won't work for my clients. And I always ask, you know, if I know you don't think it'll work. But, but if it did have to work, how would we make it work? How, what would we do? And then you start talking through the options, exactly what you're talking about and in this scenario would be what are the five, and again, what are the five problems your product solves or the five solutions you're coming up with? And, and most of us know that stuff off the top of our heads. So let's put it in a more of a question type format or of a did you know type format. Um, and then you kind of, I'm all about giving it a try action. I like what you're talking about where you give it action, you give it a try and then we tweak it. it. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's the whole thing about being a business owner is we can take action and then just tweak it or fix it later. It, yeah. I think people get this paralysis analysis paralysis thing. You don't do anything. We can just go try to get that big client and figure it out whether it be offering different terms or arranging some short-term financing or whatever you got to do, but, but go get the business and we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's the advantage of an entrepreneur is we get to yeah, get I it, think,
1: nothing set in stone. I think just taking that next step, that action, like you like you just said, yeah. um, that's the key to get to the finish line. That's why I like exercise. I like running because there's so much in my blog tomorrow will be all about like all the lessons you can learn by running. And uh, I mean, you, you start out with a plan. Okay. I'm going to go run for an hour or 45 minutes. Um, and then five minutes into to that, your, your body's not, your body's not telling you, no, this is not a good plan. Okay, exactly. your Circumstances or your obstacles are now starting to come in as you. And so you're at times uh, you've set a goal. you I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of things wrapped up and, and oh, perhaps yeah, yeah. we'll have a, we'll have a discussion about it, but ultimately it's one step after another, after, you know, probably from the 20 minute point all the way to the 45 to 60 minutes, just taking that next step, keeping, keeping, taking action. And then eventually you cross the finish line and then you have that satisfaction. But along the way, you've, you've had persistence and perseverance and so many things that come into play that when you look at athletics and you look at business, how much they're congruent with each other um, and how, and how it feels when you reach the finish line, you've achieved your goal, um, or, or, you know, you've overcome these obstacles. That's, it's very similar feeling. I feel the same euphoria um, when I achieve a goal. It's a great feeling. I like that. Well, that can be a good, that'll be a, that'll be a good one. Uh, we can talk about that on our next one. All right, so
0: this one, we started off with a conversation with your blog, was on limiting beliefs. So we say, look, if something, this is kind of the path. If we had something's not ideal in our life, we probably have a limiting belief. That'd be step number two, acknowledge the, the limiting belief. Now look at the obstacles and what do we need to overcome? Then we come up with a plan to overcome it. And, and I would say, don't procrastinate over that plan. Do the 80% concept and at least just write out on a piece of paper or the back of the envelope what it might look like if it was finished and I didn't have this problem. And then the final step is take action. like so let's actually take action. And, and I'll even add that the last step can be adjust. If it doesn't work, we just adjust.
1: Just constantly adjust. I think that's, that's probably, um, that's, that's a step I didn't add, but you're right. Constant adjustment because you got to tweak nothing in business. You know, what works today in business will not work tomorrow. I mean, if you advertise on Facebook, that's great. Might not work tomorrow. All right. Tell the guys how they can get in touch with you. Tell us where the blog is. uh, Easiest way to reach me is David com. That's, uh, um, easy to find. Um, I, you can reach me at uh, on LinkedIn at David Mulvaney, uh, Twitter, David T. Mulvaney, T.S. and Thomas. Um, those are the easiest ways to reach me. Oh, perfect. All right. You? And uh,
0: my stuff, let's see. Uh, I got my business coaching website is 10xprofitblueprint.com, 10xprofitblueprint.com. And it's Matt Hudgens, H-E-D-G-I-N-S. So the same thing over LinkedIn, you can find out. Well, good, man. This was good. We will, uh, we'll do it next time. Okay. All right. See you. See you, man.